This week's parasha, Parashas Chuma, discusses the Tzivoy, where Kalisol was commanded, to make for me a holy place, for me to be able to dwell, for the Shekhinah to be able to dwell amongst you. After the Torah was given to us by Arsinai, and after Kalisho was given the instruction in Parsons Mishpatim about making sure to be careful about the mitzvahs of not to hurt each other, not to damage each other, <coughs> to be honest with each other, not to cheat each other, and so on and so forth. Kalisho was commanded to make a makam amikdosh. The muscle that the Medrash tells us on the first Pasuk, V'yichli Chuma. So the Pasuk says, V'yichli Chuma. Mashal lemelech shahay lebatsi chida. It's a mashal, it's a parable, a mashal to a king that had an only daughter. Ba'echad min ha'malachim minutala. Came a king or a prince that wanted to, that came to marry her. So this king or this prince wanted to go back to his home land and he wanted to take his wife with him, the daughter of this of this other king. So the father says to the son-in-law, This daughter that I gave to you, she's my only one. To separate myself from her, it's too hard for me. For me to tell you that you can't take her, and Yachel, that I also can't do, because she's your wife. I'm just going to ask you for a favor. This one favor I'm going to ask you. Wherever it is that you go, make just a little chamber for me, that I'll be able to, to live by you. Because I can't, I can't be separated. I can't be kept away from my daughter. So to Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Yisrael, I gave you this precious thing to you, the Torah. To go separate myself from it and be parted, parted from it. That's too hard for me. Tell you that you can't take it, that I can't tell you either, because Kaiso is supposed to be married to the Torah. Any place that you go, build for me a chamber that I can stay, that you should make for me a holy place, and I'll dwell there. So after we received the Torah, had a bakasha. That in order he couldn't be separated from the Torah, and therefore he wanted a place of dwelling to be amongst us, to be near Chayisol together with his Torah. Now, as the parsha goes on, the, the parsha talks about the different kalim that were made in the in the Mishka. and the first kli that it starts to talk about is the Oren. The Oren was. Put in the Kaddish Kaddashim in in the most chamber of the Mishkan, where inside the Aaron were kept the Luchais, the Shnei Luchais, the Kruvim were on top of the Aaron, 
And the Pasuk, the Pasuk tells us the measurements of the Yarim. They're made from that say shittim from the wood. Tells us the measurements for the height, the width, the length. You should cover the the iron with pure gold. It has to be covered from the inside and the outside. And you should make on the top of it a a crown border of gold around it. Now, what's the pshat when it says in the pasuk, you have to cover it with gold inside and outside? So Rashi says, when Betzalel, Betzalel, who was the the, the grand the great grandson of of, of Miriam, Betzalel Uri ben Chor, right? That uh, Chor was the son of Miriam, so was the grandson of Chor, the great grandson of Miriam. Betzalel was chosen, he was a young boy, and he was designated to, um, he had a certain chachmot of Ruach HaKadosh that gave him the ability to be able to build the kalim of the Mishka, build the Mishka. So Shlesha Arainas Asa Betzalel. There were three Arainas, three boxes that Betzalel made. Shnaim Shel Zav, Be'echad Shel Eitz. Two of the boxes were made out of gold, and one was made out of wood. Every single box had four walls going around it at the bottom. It was open on top. So I took the, the gold um, box and put that on the bottom and then I put the wooden one inside it. And then I put the gold, the third gold one, the second gold one, which was the third box, on top of the box that was made out of wood. And it covered the borders that were left open on top with gold. At the end of the day, it came out that it was completely covered with gold and silver. Now, the Gemara in Yuma Dafaim Beis of Abeis learns out from this Pasik. The Pasik of Ibayas from Ichutz Titzapeno. The Pasik says, Amurava. Any Talmud Chacham that is inside and is outside are not, are not uh, alike, that there's a difference between the way he acts on the inside or than, than he does on the outside. He acts one way on the outside and the inside is something else that takes away from his whole name of being a Talmud Chacham. He's not a Talmud Chacham. And that we learn out from the iron, from the fact that it was covered from gold and silver, from gold on all sides. Now, Mephoshim asks that we know it in truth that there really was wood inside. It wasn't completely gold. So the inside was different than the outside. So how can you learn from the fact that you covered up the, the, the wood with gold all around, that that shows me that a Talachachim has to be inside and outside the same thing. There the inside was wood. It wasn't, wasn't gold. So Mephoshim answer that the fact that the wood was totally not visible and it was totally hidden, you, there was no trace of being able to see any wood, that's the message of the Gemara. Meaning like this. Every person has different character traits, different midos. Some midos are his good midos that he, that, he, that, that uh, 
you know, that he builds. And some Amidas that he has to work on. Everybody has something that they have to work on. Something that they have to build themselves with. And usually the thing that they have the biggest challenge with is the thing that makes them the greatest person if they work on it. But everybody has things to work on. The trick of a Talmud Chacham is that he notices the fault that he has or the, the thing that needs to be worked on and he builds it and, and covers it with so much Torah and Yerushimayim until it comes to a point where you can't identify or you can't see any trace of that bad midah inside him. That's the what it means, which means if he's learning Torah, but you can still visibly see or notice the flaw inside him, even though he's tremendously learned, but there's something on the inside that's still not proper, that takes away from his being a, a Talmud Chacham. And that's the out from the Aaron. By the Aaron, it's true there was wood inside, but it was covered so well and so completely that there wasn't a trace of noticing any of that wood. That was a, that was a proper covering. And that's the Techet Kabari that a Talmud Chacham has to be able to work on, that he's so filled with the Torah and, and Yerushimayim that there's no trace of them either. That's what they answer. Now, what's maybe a secret for how a person can come to that, a person can bring himself to think like that and to live like that? So I thought that maybe from the beginning of the Medrash, there's a word in the beginning of the Medrash that I think might be able to help us with that. That's a Medrash which we spoke about, the only daughter. So the Medrash talks about, the Pasuk says, Yikhuli Chuma. The Russian of Yikhuli Chuma, take for me, this um, the dove in this present that's going to be given all the materials that were that were brought for the mishka. But the lashon of vikhu is like a lech, like to buy something or sold or you sell something, you buy something. It's it's called that you like it. So the pasuk says vikhu lechuma hadu dechsev. That's what these words says in the pasuk in Mishlei. Ki lech taiv nesati lechem tayosi al tazayvu. There's a special item that I'm giving to you. That I sold to, I gave, giving to you, and that's my Torah. Alta Zayva, please don't forsake it. Please don't forsake this Mekach, this item that I gave to you, the Torah. So now the marriage continues. You have people who buy different types of items. There are items that you'll buy that are just gold and no silver. You have items that have silver and there's no gold. This item that I'm selling to you, the Torah, it has it has silver. The sayings of Hashem are pure sayings, the Torah, like 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 silver that's refined. Yesh Zav and the Torah also has gold. Right, and Kufitl Yutes, the Pasuk of Taras Hashem Tamima, Pekudi Hashem Yisham, Asam Chaylei, the Pasuk says, Anechamadim Yizav Umipaz Rav. It's more desirable than gold, the purest of gold. So the Torah is something that doesn't only, that has both, both qualities of silver and gold. What is the Medrash trying to say? You can never find an item that has both gold and silver? What's the, What's the menu? Only the Torah has gold and silver. You can never find something with gold and silver on it. What's the chat? So, 
this is how melts at Sal. They have an uzzle. Says like this. He he builds from the Gemara Bhavatsiya. The Gemara Bhavatsiya from Perkazov talks about the different types of metals that a person has, gold and silver. Silver is usually the type of metal that a person doesn't, you know, takes and invests, he takes it out of the house, he goes to buy things with it, he invests with it, takes it out. Gold, the person generally leaves inside the house and doesn't take it out because he wants it to become more and more valuable and he leaves it inside the house. Explains with Mrs. Alman that there are different items in the world that are like silver. Silver is something you take out of the house. So that there are items that we have that are items that are meant to take out of the house. Your briefcase, your pen, right? You carry, you take things that are, that are tangible, and you take, you take, and you bring out of the house. And there are certain items that we have that are not meant to go out of the house. A couch, a refrigerator, a closet, right? They're meant to stay inside the house. Their, their identity is something that stays inside the house. And other things are things that are their identity is that they go out of the house. The Torah is something that has its identity both inside and outside the house. A person has to know when he lives his life and he learns the Torah, I always tell this to my children, that we don't look to learn the Torah, we look to become a Ben Torah. We learn the Torah, and that's meant for us to take that and to internalize it and make us into a Ben Torah, which means that we take the Torah and we live our lives with it 24-7. At every, every, every moment, we take it and we put it into our lives, our decisions, our, our mindset, our GPS to life is that Torah that we have. That's the blueprint to the world. And therefore, the Torah has to be something that we keep and we live regardless of where we are, whether we're in the privacy of our home, whether we're walking inside the street, whether we're in on, on, on some bus somewhere, we don't know anybody that's there. The example that we set for somebody that learns the Torah, that learns the Torah and keeps the Torah, the Kiddush Hashem that comes from that and what builds a person, that makes a person into a bigger Ben Aliyah and connects himself more to the Torah. And therefore, when a person works and lives his life like that, that the Torah is something that, he's, that he makes part of his life no matter where he is, whether he's on the inside or the outside, and that helps him to become the Tamachach of the Tayyachai that the, the Torah that he learns is not something which is just external on the outside that he knows and he has knowledge, but he internalizes and puts it inside him and changes his whole meekness and the whole essence of, of him inside as well. Therefore, that I think might be uh, a secret for, uh, or a suggestion for how a person can work on that to build it, uh, build the connection to the Torah that it builds his inside as well. We should all be able to work on that, to be able to build that kayach of our connection to Torah in a way where it's not just something that's being externally learned or, or kept, but something that goes into our inner essence. And with that way, we can come to build ourselves in our connection to our Kaddish Baruch and his Torah and come to bigger and better places by Hashem. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and call to you.